What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday and welcome back, as always, to your favorite Sunday podcast, Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, and you know I go by Des B, and I'm excited to have you here. Um, hold on, I have a little fuzzy on my mic. Okay, check one, two, one, two. I hope that you guys are having a great Sunday, great start to your day, and I want to make it better for you. And that's why today I launched our brand new DBFT merch. Our skin is skinning merch is here, bitch. You know the vibes. If you have been here in this podcast, if you are a dedicated listener, you know there is at least five things per episode that I say that belongs on a shirt. Anything I say, I'm putting it on a motherfucking shirt and I have no shame in that. Not really, not everything I say goes on a shirt, but I love making fun merch. I love having fun with it. And sometimes, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I kind of, um, I kind of have a way of creating some witty sayings. Okay. There's, sometimes the stuff that comes out of my mouth is a uh, pretty funny pretty funny. So skin is skinning merch is up as well as some new bucket hats, some new don't be a beach bucket hats. As you guys know, I had my collaboration with Alani earlier this year and I created my pre-workout don't be a beach, but I know that sometimes people don't want explicit sayings on their shirt. So we have a lot of shirts that say like, don't be a bitch or bucket hats that say, don't be a bitch. So I did want to create a little bit of a different option for those of you who, you know, fit the vibe, but it's, it's not something you want to wear. And that is 100% okay. So skin is skinning merch is live. And let me tell you, these sweatpants sets are phenomenal phenomenal. I have really, really went out of my way recently to figure out some better quality merch. Um, we always do our best, like honestly, with the, the access that we have. I mean, this, I'm not Under Armour. I'm not fucking Nike. I'm not Story. I'm not Petula. Okay. This is, this is just a fun opportunity for me to create some cool designs, whatever. Um, but these are definitely very high quality. I was really, really, really happy with them. So, um, highly recommend. I personally sized up like I got a large in the sweatpants and the sweatshirt, but I love a baggy moment. I would technically say they're true to size. And the only last thing I want to say about that is we do have slides. These slides are classified in for the, the fulfillment center as men's sizing. So if you order the slides, like I did, I ordered my two sizes smaller um, because I think men's, you technically wear two sizes smaller. So just a little disclaimer there, make sure that you read the text on the website. Okay. That is in the link in bio description box show notes below. Um, and you guys can check that out. So, um, outside of that, obviously that that's the biggest announcement for today. We have quite an episode ahead. Um, just kind of talking about a little bit of social media, um, and a little bit of mindset with it and, and how it's evolved and my experience in it. And I always think that it's really interesting to kind of open up that conversation as well as going through like a little bit of an identity crisis myself. And, um, and we'll get into that and we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Um, outside of that, you know, life has been, um, kind of chugging along, um, this coming week, you know, we do have our six weeks to strength launching. Um, and I'm, I'm fucking pumped. We open on, well, we open next Sunday, but if you're pre-registered, which you can pre-register in the link or in our bio links, DBFT, myself, et cetera, but pre-registration opens Saturday. 
the reason why you should probably pre-register is because if you want a coached spot, um, you're going to want to sign up first. Along with that, it's just kind of like also the faster you get in the community, the faster you're integrated, you're hype about it. You get into the app, you're able to like, you know, see the workouts and get excited about it. And you could even test out a workout or two, you know, whatever you want to do, but it just gets us all excited. So we officially start the challenge on August 7th and I'm pretty excited because Wyatt is doing it with me and I'm making him pay for it. So I feel like he really wants to commit to this. And so do I, like even the other day we test, we tested our final workout for my split of the workouts and we were doing glute bridges. We're doing hip bridges. He's alternating and modifying a little bit with his back pain that he's been experiencing. But I think it's really cool because we have still what he needs. You know, it's a true testimony. That's like, if you're a little injured somewhere, or if you're not comfortable with the movement, or if you're like me or postpartum or whatever it might be, like we still have modifications. Like he's literally still doing the exact plan we've created. So I'm really happy with that. I'm excited to see him really dedicate himself to something for six weeks because the last time he's really like put himself to something and held himself to a goal. It was during like our wedding prep, if you want to call it that, you know, like a shredding for the wedding. And so he's really excited. He's like, mindset is like on point. He's ready to commit um, and be, you know, a, a product of DBFT. You know, he's excited. He's really going to give it his all. And I think as a husband, that's so sweet of him. And, you know, he's the one that brought up, he's like, I want to pay for it because I want my hard earned money towards it. Like I want to support the app. I want to support you, um, and your business. So I was like, Hey, bring it on then. So we are doing a $750 fit couple prize. And again, you don't have to be a couple, but maybe just a duo, you know, a dynamic duo. Um, you're still going to enroll individually. Like each person still needs to be a quote challenger. Um, but when you guys do photos, not only do you do your separate photos, but then you could like take a photo together. So I think Wyatt and I are going to do, you know, our separate collages and then we're going to get together and do like a couple photo, right? Does that make sense? So anyways, I'm super pumped about it. And that is launching Saturday for those of you who are pre-registered next week. I'm actually going to have Tish on, um, for a postpartum podcast. Um, so that'd be pretty sick. And we're going to kind of talk about our goals with the challenge and how we can cater our, our, uh, workouts to our bodies and our mind and mental health and more going forward. So it's going to be pretty good, but yeah, housekeeping stuff, you know, we'll get, we'll get into a lot of stuff moving forward and mental health and just how I've been. So there's not a ton it to, to start with. Um, so I'll leave you with a few recommendations and our little skin tip of the week before we get into the episode. First off skin tip of the week. I do just want to get really excited for the brand new three in one acne treatment that has dropped from Tula. You guys probably saw this last week. I had a special pre-launch link, which was super nice of them. I felt super recognized. I felt super happy. I felt super skin fluency. Yeah. Um, but the three in one treatment is actually really cool because it is a sulfur treatment. So, um, sulfur has been found to treat and prevent acne, which is really cool. Um, but I usually only stick with salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide. That's usually how I've treated my acne. I did see a few companies last year. Um, one of them being a competitor of theirs obviously found in Target, there was a sulfur acne spot treatment. 
I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I've never really experienced a ton of sulfur products. So I kind of pressed past, you know, cause I usually use salicylic acid. So when the three in one all-star acne treatment came out, I was really excited because especially with our Michigan appointments, like with U of M and stuff and having to stay overnight, I would have to pack like a goddamn bag for my skincare. It was a literal bitch. Um, so the three in one treatment, it is a spot treatment, a mask and a cleanser all in one. All the, the only difference is the mask you like leave on your face for a set amount of time. Cleanser, obviously you're, you're going to cleanse through, you're going to emulsify it and then you're going to rinse it off. Spot treatment, you put it on for X amount of time and then you kind of rinse that off as well with warm water. So it's really cool to have like a three in one because you only have to pack this one thing and it's also going to help prevent acne, which is always an issue. So I really love that. Um, I've been using it now for a couple weeks on and off. This isn't my main cleanser. Personally, I still alternate between my cult classic cleanser, but I have really liked it for a spot treatment because it's not too overly stripping. Um, so that is one thing that I did want to touch on is overstripping the skin. And I know we've talked about it last week when we talked about acne treatment, but I do just want to make sure that you guys remember if you're going through an acne breakout, this is not the time to switch products, not the time to be crazy. Ever since my big acne flare up now two weeks ago, and now I'm kind of like coming out of it. I have really kept my skin routine much more simple than I even was prior. I was getting a little bit, uh, you know, wanting to try a few different products, kind of throwing in some different acids here and there. And I was like, you know what? If it ain't broke, don't break it. So I really dialed back on that. Um, and so my skin corner for the week would definitely be to check out the three in one acne sulfur treatment. Um, it's really fun. It's something you can throw in no matter what, like the, the ingredients are so good. They're not going to break you out. They're not going to cause you more acne. And the only thing that I would be, you know, cautious about or watch is I do know that there can be people who are allergic to sulfur. This wouldn't be something that would ca cause you to go into like anaphylactic shock, but just be aware when you are testing out this product, maybe spot test it before you do, or if you've experienced like sulfur on the skin before in a different style of product, then you would be completely fine. So um, just be aware of that and code does be for 15% off, you know it. And the other recommend, okay, holy shit, we're gonna go here. The recommendation for the week is a Netflix documentary that I watched this past week. And it was called Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey. Now, some of you are probably going, holy shit, I've already watched that one. It's fucked up, whatever. That's exactly it. If you watched this, I'm here to also break my jaw with you and just have it fall to the floor and go, what? And if you have not watched this, you need to watch this. I will give a trigger warning on rape. I'll give a trigger warning on domestic abuse, um, pedophilia. Okay. So like, it makes me sound like I'm watching some fucked up shit. I mean, it, it was okay, but it was a really well done documentary based around the FLDS, um, which is a fundamentalist Mormon society. And, um, it was just very eye opening, a very interesting crime documentary. Um, it, it was, I don't want to give it away because it's really just you. It is one for the eyeballs in the ears. Let me just tell you that. So that was really good for me to watch this. <laughs> I, I'm saying this completely wrong. It's really good for me to watch. No, it was very interesting, um, appealing. 
kind of kept you reeled in. There's something always happening and you were just consistently like, oh my gosh, you know, whatever. So that is one. And then the other one I would say is how to build a sex room that is on Netflix. By the way, both these are now on Netflix. Very interesting show as well. Okay. It just kind of, you know, maybe kind of, kind of perk, kind of perk your ear up. Hmm. Hmm. Do I want a sex room? Like, I don't know. You know, it kind of, hmm. Kind of made you think. Hmm. Kind of made you think. So I would watch that as well. It's just really cool. Um, they like, I mean, you would only imagine how to build sex room. They're building sex rooms in their house as couples. Um, they're exploring their sexuality. They're exploring their kinks and it's not like super graphic. It's just very eye opening. Again, stuff that, you, you know, kind of makes you just perk your little ears up and you're, you're kind of listening and watching. And also these sex rooms come out like so beautiful. I mean, interior design wise, like just so fascinating and so cool. Um, it's like extreme makeover sex edition. So that is a really fun avenue to explore for sure. Um, So yeah, I'll leave you with that. We'll get into today's episode, talk a little bit of identity shift, a little bit of social media, and maybe you guys will feel the same way that I do. Before we officially get into today's episode, I did want to thank my partners better help. Because of them, I have been getting better with help. BetterHelp is an online teletherapy program. And within a 72 hour period, you can be matched with your own personal therapist that is applicable to you and what you are going through. This is an app that is directly on your phone. You're able to communicate with your therapist right then and there. And they are also going to be licensed to you based off of your location. So this isn't a, this isn't no funny business. This isn't no, you know, not qualified people helping you. These are educated professionals there to listen to you. If you use code DESB at checkout, you are able to get 10% off of your first month, or you can use my link betterhelp.com slash DESB and you will get 10% off of your first month. I've been with BetterHelp for over a year and a half now and it has just really been a home away from home for me while I'm able to stay in my home. There's not a lot of licensed professionals near me that I would feel comfortable going to. And to be honest, I don't have the fucking time. So to be able to hop on my app and schedule a call when it is available to me is pretty huge and pretty awesome. So again, with code DESBY, you can get 10% off of your first month. And you can also click the link in the show notes description box link in bio and follow that as well. You'll fill out a questionnaire. And like I said, you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. So thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast and get better today. Okay, so first off, thank you for asking me how I am. Not really. No one asked, but I'm going to tell you how I've been doing. Okay. All right. Podcast wise, we have been popping off. We've been popping off. We've had some great episodes the past few weeks, like literally probably six weeks in a row now, five weeks. We've been, we've been kind of killing it. And I'm just going to sit here and flex that for a moment. I'm going to kind of flex that for a moment because we've, we've done a good job. We've done a good job, but how am I doing? Well, I have been kind of struggling and it's, it's really, it's really odd um, because 
it's not like an everyday thing. Oh, I'm struggling. Oh, I'm struggling. It's like, I'll have these just really bad days. I'll have this really bad anxiety. And then one day I'll be like, fuck it. I'm a, I'm a do me. It's a very complicated roller coaster. And I think we're all on that same path. You know, it's a lot for a lot of us. It's like, we're just consistently having these up and down days. But for me, a lot of it is coming from kind of like my identity in where I'm at right now, postpartum. You know, I'm not, I'm not my fittest and I'm not, if there's one thing about me too, is I'm definitely not in my prime of being able to create content, being able to create aesthetic content, living an aesthetic life. And I oftentimes find myself comparing myself to people who do have time, people that do have the resources, have videographers, have even just friends, you know, that are nearby that would record for them, et cetera. And people that don't have kids. And I've realized that a lot of my demographic has changed on my social media accounts to where, you know, I don't, I don't have 18 year olds following me anymore. You know, I'm not 22. I'm not 23. I'm not 24. Like I'm get, you know, I'm 27 years old by no means am I old, but I'm not catering to a college audience anymore. I have a more mature audience, maybe not mature. We still like to have fun, but I have a lot of, you know, older women, moms, I don't have a lot of like young, young, wild and free girlies. We might think we are, but we're not that young anymore. So it's been really difficult for me to kind of shift my thought process on my social media based off of those people who are now following me, right? So when I first started social media back in 2016, this is when I really started to like hit it hard. Like I'm, I'm posting some education, I'm posting, posting selfies. You know what I mean? When I started, I was obviously 21 years old. With that being said, the people that were following me for were anywhere from like literally 16 to like 22. You know, I, I wasn't reaching a wide variety of women. So during this time, I have an audience of people who are consistently on their phones. Plus Instagram was different, but we'll get to that in a second. Consistently on their phones, consistently wanting to stay up to date and all that, right? Fast forward now, I'm 27 years old. This is like literally six years later. And my audience doesn't have time to be on their phones. My audience doesn't give a fuck to scroll. My audience doesn't always remember to like posts. My audience isn't really on Instagram. They kind of just pop on and they pop off. And that's a bulk majority of the people that are a part of my community now. So I've really had a hard time detaching from the number aspect of Instagram because that is where I've gotten validation for six years, which is crazy. And it's crazy and it's embarrassing to say but I've really tried to detach myself from thinking, oh, no one's liking my stuff anymore. I'm, I'm a piece of shit. And it sounds terrible and it sounds so shallow, but for doing it for so long and just having such a journey through it, it's been kind of a mind fuck. Um, and with 
seeing the content that people, some people are still creating and doing such a fantastic job doing. I mean, go off. Like if anything, I'm jealous. I'm aware of that. I wish I could create content such as that, but I just don't have the capacity to do so. And I don't also have the resources. And I think a lot of us can agree on that wavelength of like, looking and getting sucked into social media, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, seeing certain posts and just going, man, I wish I had the time to dedicate to that. I wish I had the time to do that. I wish I had the time to post that or edit that, whatever it might be. And, and at the end of the day, what, what we all do not have the same 24 hours in a day. I feel like you used to hear people say that, oh, we, we all have the same 24 hours fucking hashtag grind, hashtag don't be soft, hashtag shut the fuck up and work, you know, whatever. And it's like, um, yeah, I know I don't have the same 24 hours in a day as fucking 21 year old Sarah, who's out of the bars every weekend, like definitely not the vibe anymore, you know? So as we get older, our 24 hours in a day are not the same 24 hours in a day we had when we were pre-kids or in college or different, a different job we might've been in, whatever it might be. And so this identity shift that I've had to go through the past, I mean, holy fuck, even like the past two years, like literally in the past fucking two years, my life has changed dramatically, dramatically, dramatically. And I would say two and a half years because I'd give myself from when I got pregnant, two and a half years now, almost since I was pregnant, like literally in fucking sane how much my life has changed. And so it's hard for me to sometimes let go to that of that version of myself. And she might come back one day, you know, when my kids are older and I have more time to dedicate to myself and my content and whatnot, I might, I might re-thrive, you know, I might rebrand. You look at, you look at some of these people, um, who don't have their breakthroughs until they're in their forties. You know, they find something new, they niche in and they're 40 fucking years old reinventing themselves. Like we all have time to do this. We all have time to thrive. We still have time to create ourselves. We still have time to create this life that we want. And by being 27 years old right now, or whatever, however old you are listening, we think that we're like in this rat race of who can succeed faster, who can make the most money faster, who can have the more followers faster, who can whatever. It is so hard to maintain that energy and keep that energy for years and years and years. Like I'm six years into social media and like dead ass, I wish I could quit. Like it sounds crazy, but I wish I didn't have to be on the internet so much that in that way, I've taken a big step back. Like from hindsight, you might look at my content and be like, Oh, she take a step back. What? Like she's still on social media. It's like, yes, but I also know what I do on the outside to prepare for social media. And I I'm not doing half of that shit anymore. Like recording unboxings, editing them, etc. Like it's just, I cannot do that anymore. It is taking away from my time with my family. It is taking away from time of me being a fucking mom. My my kids are only young one time. Like I'm literally tearing up because this is so sad. Like it is, I just can't believe my babies are growing up. Sorry, I'm just choking me up. You only have this period of your life ever as a mother one time. 
And I found myself resenting the period that I'm in because I, I'm like, I want time for me. I want to succeed again. I want to have an audience again. You know, I, I want my, I want my people back. I want them to like, like my stuff again. I want to create content that I'm proud of, you know, and it just makes me feel really embarrassed that I'm not the old me, you know, and it's so hard to separate who you used to be to who you are now when you enter into motherhood or you enter into another phase of your life, just a, maybe a big switch, you know, and I found myself wishing that by, and I was like, man, I just, I want to be away. I want to be away. I'm sorry. I'm getting so emotional, but I've gone through so much, so much undocumented, so much documented. And when I found myself getting all torn up over my social media and wishing I had more time to create content, I just thought it was so fucked up. Because why would I want more time making content and wish away the time that I have with the two strongest children I've ever fucking met in my life that aren't even two years old combined you know what I mean and it just really hit me that I need to like be better at separating right now and allow that to occur and you know you guys aren't stupid I've been very open with this I may I make a living with what I do I make a living off of people using my codes. I'm able to support my family off of creating our challenges and having our community. I make a living off employing my coaches and giving them clients and bringing in clients to our community. And so when I step away from social media in the way that I I plan to and I'm kind of navigating through, that is me losing money. In my eyes, right? And I am so terrified. My money mindset. I grew up, I don't want to use the word poor, but we were definitely very, very far from well off. Our big spend was being able to get some clothes from Plato's closet for back to school. You know, our our biggest, my best part of my year was being able to sometimes at Christmas go get an Abercrombie and Fitch coat for my Christmas gift. And my parents like did everything they could for us. And a lot of income that they had was put towards me going to travel sports. So we didn't get to do anything else. And that's okay. I have beautiful memories and I'm here now because I'm an athlete. But I have a terrible money mindset. And so scared of not being able to give my kids a better life. And be able to support my family. So when I think of taking that step back, I lose that identity of what I've been for years. And I have to learn to just be 
abundant mindset. And that's really hard for me. You know, abundance. There's something for everyone. You're always going to be able to succeed, right? And so it's just been a hard time navigating that social media aspect and how much I've shared for years and now just being so turned off by it. But also knowing that one day my time will come where I'm able to come back a little bit more frequently. And I'm never gone forever. You know, I can reinvent myself. I can start having a different platform and kind of put more time into it, you know, whatever. But simultaneously, it will also be so sad because that means that my children don't need me as much. And so it's just been a really weird shift in time to want to wish it by and to be so frustrated and to be so confused and to work so hard and just feel like the big break isn't coming, right? It's like you're always working for the big break. And it's like, when's it coming? It could be today. I got to show up today. Oh, it could be tomorrow. I got to show up tomorrow. You know, show up every day because you never know. But also, don't let your mental health suffer for social media. And I know a lot of you listening don't use it for a job. A lot of you listening are just consumers of it. And so I just want to remind you that there's so much that goes into it. And sometimes, as grateful as I am for what I get to do, I wish I was you. Just as much as sometimes you wish you were me. You know, oh, I wish I could work from home, social media, and, you know, make money off of social media and whatever own my own business. And again, I'm so grateful for it. And I, I fucking love what I do, but I also don't get to turn off. I never get to just stop. I never get to go off the grid. Like I thought about doing a 30 day hiatus, just say fuck everyone and go like MIA. But like, I can't afford to. Like I I have to keep going, you know, it's just, I have to be more aware of where I'm spending my time and that's what I'm working through right now. So the grass is always greener on the other side. Don't forget that. Again, I'm very aware of what I have and I'm so fucking grateful for it. But also just like everything and anything, there's always going to be something that you've never thought of that fucking sucks about the opposite. You know what I mean? You might wish you were out of your nine to five job or part-time job and doing what I do. But then if you were doing what I do and see all that I do and see all the bullshit that I put up with, I guarantee you some days you'd wish you're back at that nine to five and we're able to clock the fuck out at five o'clock and not have to think a goddamn thing about your job or whatever it might be. And again, I'm being dramatic. I'm just using it as an example. So navigating this period is just so hard for me uh, because I'm, I'm overcoming a lot of demons, a lot of, a lot of understanding that I've needed this validation for so many years. The idea that I'm, I'm changing. My page is changing. My demographics changing. My, my community is changing. 
And right now it's just, it can't be in my forefront mind right now. I have to start operating more out of me first, mom second, wife third, or, you know, me first, mom, wife second, and then Desby. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when I've been still operating or trying to off of Desby, mom, wife, then take care of Desiree. Ew, I hate saying my full name, Des. <laughs> and I'm sure sometimes you guys can get wrapped up in that same mindset. You're, you're putting shit ass backwards. Maybe you're, maybe you're operating more like work me, mom, wife me, then me. Or work me, social media, social media me, and then take care of me, right? So like, I feel like that's a good reality check for us all is like, where is our current identity at and where are we placing that on the totem pole of where it should be at? And right now for me to say that like Des B is almost like my number one on the totem pole is fucked up. Fuck social media. Fuck Instagram. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Facebook. I don't give a shit anymore. It's so funny how turned off I am of social media. It's all fucking bullshit. It's all fake, all lies, nothing but aesthetics. I feel like I barely see reality anymore, except for maybe TikTok. It's just all, who can make the coolest reels? That's literally all the fuck it is right now. And it's so exhausting. Even that, I don't even scroll. I, don't, I barely get to see half my friends posts anymore. Cause also guess what? They're not on my timeline. Like all it is is ads and all it is is, uh, sh- suggested because you recently liked to post by Kim Kardashian. It's like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't ask to see this person, you know? So it's so frustrating to even get on there where I feel like that's where a lot of you guys are at. It's like f- just annoying as piss. So you're not going to stay up to date. No one cares. So it's like, fuck all of it. What my, me as a, first off, I need to come first. First off, I need to come first. If I am not taking care of myself first and fucking foremost, I am a shitty person. I'm a shitty person. I'm a shitty mom. I'm a shitty wife. I'm a shitty daughter. I'm a shitty listener. I'm a shitty attitude girl. I have, I have the worst attitude. I'm fucking grumpy. I'm pissy. Everything. And you can tell that right now I'm not taking care of me first or else I would be in much better of a Zen right now. But this is fucking pumping me up and I'm getting pissed off because I'm realizing I'm a dumb bitch. Okay, here we go. So if you're not taking care of you first, the rest is going to suffer. So I need to really displace that fucking energy. Des needs to come first so that I can be a good wife, mom, daughter, aunt, what the fuck ever, real, real life person. And then I need to take care of Des B. I'm really trying to shift into this new identity of taking my life off of social media as much. I love being vulnerable, but that's what this podcast is for. If you're going to sit here and listen to me for 40 to 50 minutes every Sunday, you deserve a hell of a lot fucking more than what I share on Instagram. You know what I mean? So from here, you know, I'm trying to navigate what that journey looks like. What does it look like me being off of social media as much, right? That's why I like doing my workouts. I like my Patreon community. I like the ability to go somewhere where no one else is watching. And that's also why I love my challenges because it's like our own community and I feel like I don't have to show up for anyone else. Obviously, 
social media is still prominent to me. I still have to be there. I have to, again, maintain a balance. And I, I kind of know what that is looking like. And I've been working on that. To go rogue is just not an option for me. And honestly, it's not something I feel like I need to do, but I just need to be more aware of my usage. And maybe that looks like being off of social media a day or two a week completely. Like, I don't know what it looks like, but I have to navigate that because it is totally taking a toll on my confidence, which again is so embarrassing to say, but I've had my whole identity wrapped up into this app, apps, these apps for years. And I'm going through a time in my life where I just can't be there. I can't be the same me as much. You know, I'm starting, I'm, I wanted to plan out every Friday to start recording like a workout or two um, over at my old gym. So I'm going to start there and plan on, you know, a few days being like that content creation day to where I'm not doing it every day. But certain stuff, it's like, you know, I just, I can't hold a standard right now. I can't have an expectation. I can't, nothing. The identity shift has to be there. The idea of letting go of expectations on Instagram has to be there. And just remembering that people aren't on social media anymore like they used to be. They really aren't. Like as much as social media is prominent right now, I would beg to argue that most of us listening right now do not spend nearly as much time on Instagram as we used to. I guarantee you, you are either on TikTok, Facebook, or you're off your phone. Like literally just off your phone. And I would love to hear from you and hear what you do use more often. So it's just been really hard um, because like I said, I'm, I'm so used to feeling very confident in who I am. I'm used to feeling like a, a personal trainer. And you know, I might get back there. I'm not saying it's just right now postpartum. I'm just, I'm really struggling with like, this identity, like, am I still this? Am I still fit? Am I still a personal trainer? Am I still, you know, whatever it might be. And I told you guys that we've been really working on getting a gym. And so we're moving forward with that and trying to navigate that as well, that new endeavor, because I do, I just want to separate myself from social media. I want an in-person place. I miss in-person connection. I miss training people in person. I miss having real life friends. Like I love the fuck out of you guys on social media, but at the end of the day, I've lived my life on there for so many years. Like I crave in-person affection. I crave in-person laughs. I crave in-person conversations. And I've always wanted to own a gym. So this is our time, you know, like we're just exploring it. We're trying to maneuver as fast as we can because I'd love to get something open for like the new year. That'd be like ideal. Um, but also maybe spring, you know, I I don't know We're we're not setting a timeline. I'm just thinking in my head, what would be like the best ever. And so I think by having an outlet in real life, I can hopefully step away a little bit more from social media. And again, by step away, I'm not saying like, Oh, I'm not, I'm never going to be on. It's not like that. It's just, I know my own boundaries that I want. And I hope that you guys can use that to remind yourselves like you can set boundaries too. 
for whatever part in your life that you need to. And if you're a new mom or you're a mom right now, just like kind of going through it like I am, the more that we wish away the space that we're in right now, we're wishing away the space that we'll never, ever be in again. And at least I say that, especially for me, knowing that we don't plan to have any more kids. I'm never going to have to wake up in the middle of the night again. You know, I'm never going to have to breastfeed again. I'm never going to have to make fucking five meals a day for my kid because one day they're going to be making their own fucking peanut butter and jelly. And I'm going to be so sad. I'm like literally going to start crying again. I'm going to be so sad when I can't do that for them. Ew, like I'm so emotional tonight. I'm so sorry. But it's like the small things. Like I was literally sitting with Maddox today at the table and I had an Alani energy drink, Code Desby. <laughs> and I said, cheers. And he took his little sippy cup and he smiles and he cheers me. I'm so emotional. Sorry. <laughs> And I told him like out loud, I'm talking to him. I'm like, one day we're going to be cheersing your first drink when you're 21 years old. (sighs) And I'm going to bring up this memory. And I'm going to say, when you were younger, we used to sit at the table and cheers my Alani New energy drink, Code Desby. (laughs) Comic relief. But we just need to meet ourselves where we're at. And I think I'm crying and I'm emotional because as I talk, not only do I realize I'm a dumbass, but I realize how hard we are on ourselves. We are so hard on ourselves. And it just makes me think of, you know, being in middle school or elementary, high school, even college. And you just didn't really have a care in the world. And you might have been hard on yourself, but in a very different way. But when you're hard on yourself as an adult, That shit hits different. You talk so negatively about yourself. And it's so toxic. And it's so unfair. Because I guarantee any of you guys listening right now could list off at least 10 things you've already done today. Put up the, put up the dirty dishes or, you know, put them in the dishwasher Loaded something into the laundry, brushed your teeth, did your skincare, maybe read a little bit of a book, made breakfast, maybe made breakfast for kids too, breastfed your kid, maybe made them a bottle, maybe went for a walk, maybe went to church, What you know, whatever. It's like you've already done so much today. It's so hard to do it all some days. It's so hard to show up while also feeling a little bit lost and who you are nowadays. Who is showing up? Is it Des? Is it Des B? Is it mommy? <laughs> is it business Des? Is it friend Des? Is it sister Des? 
you know, and I'll be honest, like we have some family stuff going on right now and it's just, it hurts. You know, we, we just got some battles and we're going through it and we're showing up. But it's just a reminder to yourselves to just be gentle, be gentle to you. Get off of social media if you need to. Create that mental health boundary for yourself. Stop wishing away time. Remember that you can be successful at 45 years old, 40 years old, and you can still have an amazing life. There's always a chance to win the lottery. (laughs) But for real, it's never going to be an easy road. Life is so hard. It's so hard. There's not directions. Everything's in full of inflation right now, except for our DBFT six weeks of strength challenge. All those prices are still remaining the same. But you're supposed to laugh at that, just so you know. I was trying to be funny. So I hope, okay. Anyway, there's so much in the world maneuvering, changing, including ourselves. And I know I mentioned this a few years, a few years ago, LOL, a few podcasts ago, where I kind of said we're in this space of maybe, maybe we keep comparing ourselves to our pre-COVID self because it almost felt like COVID was this like long chunk of time of like, who am I? And so, you know, let, let's all start fresh. Let's all give ourselves more grace. And I hope that that can speak to someone today. You know, I really didn't have an idea of what this podcast was going to be at the beginning. (laughs) I just had a really shitty day. And it's 7.45 p.m. and I'm, I'm still working. You know, it's I'm frustrated. And I knew I just wanted to come on here and speak from the heart. And that's exactly what I did today. So we might have bounced around a little bit, not gonna lie. But we also got it done and we showed up. And I still think that listening to this, this message is something that can still reach multiple people in, in different phases of their life. Doesn't have to just be childhood, motherhood. Yeah, motherhood's a little bit more applicable. Um, but we're all always going to be going through situations. And we're all going to be evolving and changing. And, you know, I'm, I, am, I am just so here to be me. It's fucking stupid like you will not get someone who is not themselves from me I don't I can't even fake that shit so if I don't have time to have an aesthetic background um it's not gonna happen if I don't have time to film a a try on haul it's gonna come from my probably crusty ass mirror and you're just gonna have to deal with it so I hope that I can be someone who not so, not only produces a, a fun podcast and a place for you to escape every Sunday, but I hope that I can continue to produce what I produce content-wise and make you just feel really seen and make you feel not judgmental against yourself and in loot like a lame loser or, you know, oh, I wish my house was cleaner. Oh, I wish I was happier. Oh, I wish I could wear makeup every day. Oh, I wish my hair was always perfect like hers. You're not going to get that here. And I hope that that can remind you that not everyone is out here living a life like that or has fucking time to. And if you do, 
at the end of the day, like, yeah, I'm just jealous. I would, I really do wish I could have a little bit more aesthetics in my life. Um, but that is just not me right now in this time of my life. But if you have the aspects availability and items to do that, like literally go off. I'm like, I'm extremely jealous and I'll admit that I try to admit my faults, you know, cause it's like, you're probably projecting in this case. Absolutely. I am. I'm 100% jealous. Um, but also everyone's journey is meant to be for exactly that. It's a journey of their own. We're not supposed to replicate each other. So thank you guys for sticking with me through, you know, 120 plus episodes of this podcast in it, in and of itself, but also years of social media or whenever you were introduced to me, you know, thanks for sticking through. Cause it's, I know it's not pretty and I know it's not always the most fun, but I'm just here to be another regular gal um, versus maybe a few years ago when I was really trying to be like that it girl and it just didn't happen. And I'm, I'm glad it didn't because honestly, mentally, I don't think I could have kept up with it and I think it would have hurt me a lot. So uh, make sure you guys check out the links in the description box, show notes, link in bio. Again, merch is live, pre-registration's live. Join my Patreon, join my live workouts, use my code, pick up some Tula, whatever it might be. Support me on this Sunday. Share this podcast with someone you know. Leave a review, rate, subscribe, share it to your story, tag brunch with Desby in it. Um, those small things that might just take you guys a few minutes, those are what can truly continue to help me run my business without me having to make extra content. So when you guys create that content for me, like create, uh, you know, an Instagram story, love this podcast. And I get to repost that you just created a piece of content for me. You just took time off my plate that I get to just repost. Are you following? So when you do stuff like that, when you, you know, have, you know, new Petula on code does B or, you know, you tag me, that's free content, free promo I get to use. So it's, it's really, I love it when you guys do that. I don't always see them all. I don't always see them all. But when I do, I love reposting them. Because again, it's you guys help me. You help me save time. And I love you for that. Uh, so I hope you guys have a great day again. Happy Sunday. Thanks for hanging with me. Um, I hope that you guys didn't have to go through some tissues like I did. That is quite embarrassing. But we are on a um, high level of emotions. Hope you have a great day. And we will see you next Sunday.